Welcome, baseball fans. It is time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how are you? Good, sir? Just waiting for the inauguration. <laughs> With uh, what kind of breath? Uh, Would you Baited say- is the wrong word. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm holding my breath. What is it that Confucius said? May you live in interesting times? <sighs> I think Bob Dylan said that, too. Yeah. Well, you know what? At least we're going to have really good protest music in SNL for the next four years. Or maybe not. It may only last a few months. We'll see. But yeah. Well, here's some good news from the world of world at large before we start talking baseball. The Atlanta Falcons are going to host an NFC championship game. All right. All right. And looking good. Looking really good. I mean, the, the Georgia Dome closes out with a championship game. What chances do you give him against discount double check? Oh, I'm I'm not going to say he's as hot as anybody. He's as hot as Matt Ryan. Uh, <laughs> but that's a little bit of shade right there. Yeah, the, it's the we've got it. The Falcons have got to play on the Green Bay cornerbacks. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, you know, Green Bay, a lot of injuries. There's there's weaknesses there. Do you think the score will be? Uh, uh, astronomical or a grillion and one to a grillion. <laughs> All right. I look forward to that. We'll go Falcons rise up hashtag in brotherhood. We'll be rooting for you here uh, in Atlanta. All right. So now to the baseball and out of the box, the uh, we're going to talk about the world baseball classic. It is two months away. Uh, Coach, how excited are you for the 2017 WBC? More excited than I've been for any of them so far. Yeah. Uh, the uh, interesting to see Freddie playing for Team Canada, uh, joined by <laughs> Ryan Dempster, you know, coming out of retirement three years ago. Uh, I've heard that Gagne is going to throw for, you know, I mean, uh, I like seeing the old guys come out of retirement to right. try and get it together for a couple of weeks. Well, this is incredible positive signs across the board that they're getting the big leaguers like this. You know, it seems to be that this tournament is really working out. Losing Scherzer hurt the USA team. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. But, you know, uh, you and I have, uh, with running the bases, been invested in some of the smaller teams, in particular Team Israel, uh, who I will be watching closely. They actually play... Uh, the first game of the WBC. But what are some other teams that you'll be interested to see this year? Bes- no, the Netherlands, always. Always. Because with Simba. they got all the great shortstops in baseball, you know. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I I always like Team Italy, Piazza's team. Yeah. You know, uh, Brazil, you know, and Larkin's team is interesting. There have been some uh, players coming out of Brazil. They've got a lot of athletic talent there. They're not going to be there this year. No, they're not. That's no, they Israel didn't. knocked them out. Oh, okay, okay. Another shout out to Team Israel. There you go. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, you talk about the glass ceiling of certain team sports out there. Uh, this is great for baseball. It sure. really is. Their their expansion into these international markets is what they really needed. Do you think Big Poppy's going to play? I believe so. I mean, why not? Uh, you know? He, I, I think it's very possible. Yeah, you know, he, he was already double get you know second guessing himself for retiring after the year he had so obviously he's got some home runs in him and they i don't know if they do drug testing so i I don't know how many tennis lessons you know uh, (laughs) are going to make him enough money yeah well at least he can deduct those off of his taxes that's true but yeah i'm really excited march 6th i'll be we'll, we'll be uh we'll be ready for that and you know Spring training is just around the corner as well. So uh, any of these late free agency moves before we go first to third that you want to talk about? Not really. None of them have really interested me. Yeah. Jose Bautista back to the Blue Jays. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about that with our first to third subject. That's true. Um, well, what about uh, double E to the Indians? Don't know. Jeez. Uh, oh, uh, that certainly does make them formidable. I think uh, so. Particularly if Brantley comes back, you know, strong. That's and all their pitching. Ah, jeez. Yeah, I think they put the distance between themselves and the AL Central field uh, right. even more significantly. So, well done, Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. All right. So going first to third in the 2015 All Star Game, Major League Baseball did its faces of the franchises. Uh, it was really interesting, really compelling, and a lot of fun. So today. We're going to 
we're going to do the 2017 version of it. Uh, we're going to talk about who is the n- current face of each franchise and who is the all-time face of each franchise. And I've got some uh, some ones that aren't actually faces. They're more ideas and philosophies. So, But uh, this will be in two parts. We're going to do the American League this week, National League next week. Uh, so let's jump right Ideas in. Ideas and philosophies. You'll see. Face? Okay. You'll all see. Right. All right. I, I, you know, there were certain teams where I think what they represented was more of the face than oh, any right. player okay, that they okay, had. Okay. So, but moving right along, uh, the American League faces of the franchise. Uh, let's start in the American League East. Uh, who do you have first? Baltimore. Let's go with. Are you going to go in uh, alphabetical order? Oh, I don't know. It looks like you did. All right, so American League East, uh, going alphabetically, starting with the Baltimore Orioles. Who is the all-time face, only one, of the Baltimore Orioles? It's got to be Cal Ripken. I agree. As much as, but Brooks Robinson gives him a solid push. Right. And when you consider the commercials that Palmer made uh, during his career and for a while after his career, there's an argument for Palmer. Right. Uh, now, uh I, the, we're by taking Ripken or Brooks Robinson, we are ignoring the St. Louis Browns. uh, And they're, you know, what, their 60, 70 year history, you know, in which case George Sizzler is the fate, the all time face. Right. But, uh, you know, I would say with the Orioles, which have been around since what 60 whatever uh i guess it was 61 uh right it's uh ripkin and uh ripkin is the face well you know you didn't mention frank robinson either frank robinson played for a lot of teams that's he true played for i mean i he was a red more than he was an oriole he played for the indians he played you know uh both brooks robinson and cal ripkin uh, and Jim Palmer are uh, they played for one team their whole lives, yeah, um, or their whole career, right? Now you know you could make a good case for Earl Weaver as well, I would think, but probably not the face that <laughs> the franchise wants for them. I mean, Cal Ripken's the Iron Man. Yeah, it's Cal. Ripken. Yeah, you get you You're know. Not gonna say Eddie Murray or anybody else. No, all, all time great. So um, George Kell. Yeah, so we're in agreement on that. Um, so now, modern day, who's it got to be? The best player on the Orioles is Manny, but the face of the Orioles is Adam Jones. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Adam Jones makes really great commercials. And, and he's their Roberto Clemente representative. He's their man in the community. Adam Jones is the man yeah. for them. That's a really good point. I mean, I mean Manny is a better player. I mean, Manny's one of the best players in the game, but, you know. Yeah, maybe he'll be the face of the Yankees in four years. Yeah, um, yeah props to Adam Jones. I, you know, I had Manny Machado because uh, I think that, you know, he had more Twitter BuzzFeed in 2016. I mean, if he stays with Baltimore, he'll give Adam Jones a run for the money. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. Adam Jones is on the downside, you know, and uh, Manny true. is, you know, the sky's the limit. But right now it's Adam Jones. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know, that's a that's you can't go wrong with either of those being the upfront face of your franchise. So, all right. So after that, the Boston Red Sox, all time, it's got to be Ted Williams, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, now Yaz gives him a push, uh, sure, because he was uh, the. I mean in the more modern era where you have people uh yeah the television exposure and uh the media exposure yaz gives them a push for that uh but it's got to be ted williams yeah i mean you know there are certain franchises out there where the the casual fan even you know uh the, the most casual fans i should say they know that one name, and I think with the Red Sox, it's got to be Ted Williams. He's Teddy Ballgame. He's yeah. the Splinted Splinter. I mean, you know, good nicknames go a long way, too. Oh, can true. kind of put you over the top. So now then, who's the face of the franchise right now? You can certainly make an argument that Big Poppy is, even uh, though he's retired. That is my answer. It's the, still Big Poppy. Uh, 
but I mean, if you had to take somebody who was an active player, I think you'd have to take Pedroia. Uh, the uh, I mean, they have you know an incredibly talented outfield and everything, but nobody's played one in a couple of years. Jeez, you know, they right. can't be the face. Uh, I mean, but I would say Big Poppy is the face. What do you think is the uh, Madison Avenue appeal for a Mookie Betts or a Xander Bogarts or Jackie Bradley Jr.? I have to hear them interviewed more before right. I could make that argument. Right. An and, argument one way or the other. And I'm, I, you know, I'll hand it to Pedroia. He's had some good commercials over the years. He did one for a video game uh, that yeah, was pretty that's funny. True. That's so. true. Uh, the but the elocution can really mean a lot. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you though. Let's say 15, 20 years from now, if humanity makes it that long, um, is Big Poppy, does he become the all time? Well, he shouldn't. <laughs> I think there's a chance that the Red Sox may uh, franchise as it exists down the road, may more closely align themselves to Big Poppy as the greatest Red Sox of all time over Ted Williams. Well, okay. <laughs> You don't agree. Well, I won't be alive then. <laughs> right. All right. Moving right along, the New York Yankees. Um, this had to be the most interesting one from 2015 because of the list of names that had to be left off when they tried to come up with just four. But all the time, uh, it's definitely got to be Kevin Mass. <laughs> I, I thoroughly agree. <laughs> uh well, you know, all time, who do you really say it is? Well, I would say Babe Ruth, of course. Uh, but Joe DiMaggio with, uh, I think, like, as as, as uh, culture has changed. And, you know, he, he was Jolton Joe. He did marry Marilyn Monroe, you know, and, 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 and Babe Ruth. DiMaggio pro provided the Yankees with the corporate image. That's true. Uh, the the idea that they would always win. Uh, Babe Ruth was bigger than any team. Right. Uh, and he was, uh, he's maybe the face of baseball, but I don't really see him as the face of the Yankees. I don't see him uh, other than being a Bronx bomber. Uh, I don't see him being the, uh, the image of the Yankees in any sort of way. The Yankees, this clean cut team, no facial hair and all this sort of stuff. I don't think of Babe Ruth as being necessarily clean cut. Oh, far from it. And uh, now Lou Gehrig, I think for a long time, he was the most representative Yankee and all that sort of stuff. But I think uh, DiMaggio, for a longer period of time, his influence has made him the face. Uh, Mantle doesn't live, you know, he has... Uh, he doesn't live up to the same sort of thing. I mean, too many demons, right? Too many demons and too many public demons such yeah. as it is. So I, I mean, I, in preparing for this, I put Joe D as my face. That's an interesting call as the face of the Yankees, right. even though Babe Ruth is <laughs> prominently known as a Yankee. It's the face of baseball. Now here's your same, I'll give you the same uh, argument I had for the Red Sox. Uh, Derek Jeter in 15 years? Oh, in 15 years, he'll be Derek Jeter. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I don't think he's going to be any more significant than Babe Ruth or Joe DiMaggio or things. As a matter of fact, his popularity may decrease some. When right, people right. start, I mean, there is this myth about Derek Jeter right now, and he was a great ball player, but he's not one of the greatest ball players of all time. No, his Madison Avenue rating is really what, right? Like, I mean, he he, God love him for it. He knew when to make the signature play at the signature time. Uh, I mean, he's. Clutch. <laughs> I don't know how you teach that. He's clutch. Yeah, which brings me to this point. I still think he's the face of the Yankees right now. Uh, two years gone. No, can't make it. Oh, but uh, I don't know who is. I mean, Sanchez. It, maybe bird i mean sanchez for <laughs> representing the new youth of the organization tanaka who may leave uh the uh, holiday he hasn't even played a game yet you know who's it gonna I, well that's why it's got to be jeter you know he, I, he I makes think, more he makes more commercials right now than any current yankee oh well, yeah, yeah yeah okay <laughs> i mean i guess but you're getting into the two years removed you're getting into the all-time 
you know. <laughs> That's true, especially when you're Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, there, it, it's odd to think of the Yankees as kind of faceless right now, you know, because yeah. when's the last time you can remember a Yankees team that the active roster did not have that? I mean, it, could it be uh, Joe Girardi then? No. No. So I think you'd have to go back to, you know, that 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 era post Mantle and Maris in the late 60s, early 70s to think Bobby Mercer was the face. Yeah, he, he was, you know, for quite some time after that. Yeah. And even in the 80s, you had Donnie Baseball. So oh, yeah. um, and Don Matt, I mean, uh, Winfield. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. May. I mean, you know, uh, the, he, he counted for a little while. Uh, we'll see. My mom put my money on Sanchez. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, right now, I th- I mean, he's their seemingly their most valuable asset in their lineup and most compelling, yeah. most compelling right. to watch. Um, all right. So now, going north of the border, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, what did you have for all time? Uh, all time. I, I think it's got to be Joey Bats. All time. Yes. I mean, now Dave Steeb probably should be. I mean, you know, he is their far and away their winner in a cumulative war and all that sort of stuff and was a uh, a tremendous player. I don't uh, – it's difficult for me to take a pitcher. I will at times. But as the face of a franchise, when you only come out one out of every four or five days, it's tough to be the face. Yeah. Uh, same thing happens with Halliday. Uh, Delgado is as much of a Met as he is – uh, a Blue Jay, uh, Tony Fernandez played for other teams. He, you know, uh, Joey Bats, his bat flip. I'm not going to put Joe Carter has, you know, like the big, you know, giant hit, but I mean, Joe Carter was a Padre. Come on now. You know, he played a couple of years with the Blue Jays. He can't be your all time face. Uh, Josh Donaldson, I think is the face right now. Uh, but even if Joey Bats comes back, uh, I think it is Joe Carter. I put. I actually wrote down Joe Carter. Well, I, you know, to me, he's got to have. Uh, I mean, that's like. To me, that would be like saying, Gaylord Perry is the face of Cleveland. <laughs> right. He he wanted a Cy Young there. Right, but the and thing about you think of Gaylord Perry as the face of the Indians. They're a, a franchise. Got to be a pitcher. Uh, you know, but you. Well, I mean, consider for the moment that, you know, after Joe Carter uh, touched them all and never hit a bigger home run in his home in his whole life, they went, you know, decades before making it to the postseason again. And they had, you know, Joey Bats uh, at the helm of that. So it, it's okay, a good argument. Fine. It's a good argument. You know, it, it is but, an argument. And I thought of Carter. Uh, yeah. And actually, he's the first person that comes to my mind because he does right. capture the uh quintessential moment in blue jay history correct uh, the uh but all-time face no i'm not taking it no yeah um i mean you know we have different criteria right right but you know i i think that it, joey bats is too new i don't know it <laughs> that bat flip is significant <laughs> he's you know certainly for the millennial crowd and, and he's one of the faces of baseball so I don't know. And you're talking about great nicknames. That's true. And he's got one of the best. And he wears 19, and we all like the number 19. But Joe Carter wore 29, which I think is a good number. So before we move on to uh, Tampa. Which is not in alphabetical order. (laughs) That's true. But uh, Tampa always comes in last. So there you go. go. That's why it is. Um, How much did you think of managers as the faces of these franchises all time? Because Cito Gaston kind of could make an argument for i mean you make an ar- argument for bobby too that's true. i was thinking that as well uh, i don't think of a manager as being the face i mean maybe if you're we're not in the national league today maybe john mcgraw for uh right the, or and well we we do have the a's uh and i i guess you could make an argument a very solid argument, which I hadn't thought of, for Connie Mack being the Absolutely. all-time face of the A's. Absolutely. So A's, I have an interesting answer for the A's. So, 
Um, Because Cito Gaston ran past my mind as well, as did David Cohn, honestly, because David Cohn is the journeyman to end all journeymans, journeymen's. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just think of him as a Blue Jay. And I know that probably has a lot to do with the fact that they're who we met in the World Series, the Braves. Um, But anyway, we'll see. Uh, Joey Bats, to me, is above Josh Donaldson, though, for today. So maybe maybe he's... See, now I see Josh Donaldson as, you know, he's one of the great hair uh, people that appeals to millennials. I think he is an... uh, I, I... I think Josh Donaldson a is one of the the, the best players in baseball. I right. Think. Uh, and I, you know, Joey Bats may I see. I I agree. They're bringing him back. It looks like that. You know, and, which is uh, a good move. Yeah, I think so too for both parties. But Joey Bats may be the one player on on the face of franchises that we go through that holds both titles all time and current. You could certainly make a good argument for that. I think we can make a good argument for the next team we're going to do, too. <laughs> That's true. So, then finally, coming in last and out of alphabetical order, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, who do you got for all time? Evan Longoria. Okay, I do as well. But was it actually jo- Joe Madden? Oh, okay. Well, they're with managers again. Okay. Uh, no, I think uh, Evan Longoria's tenure is longer. Yeah, Madden's going to be making more commercials now that he's one with the Cubs. Right. But Longoria has one of the best all time. Right. As far, you know, yeah. Hi, uh, Evan now, Longoria. I will make an argument that today, uh, when you're talking about a philosophy or an idea, that Chris Archer could be the face of That's the who franchise I have, yeah. because he represents the pitcher that will eventually be traded from Tampa to <laughs> a, a contending team. Right. Which well, has been their history. Well, so there, I mean, you could, you that, that, that's a, that's kind of a vote of confidence, if you will, for Longoria being current as well. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm still taking Longoria for the face because Archer's probably going to be gone, you know, yeah, for two more years. Archer's great in the booth, though. You know, so it's a shame that they are going to have to get rid of him because he would easily be the face Longoria, of today. Longoria, so. though, also has great hair he he really does fantastic stylist that they all have now um you know if you're going to think long-term success though uh wade boggs (laughs) fred mcgriff maybe i just want to give these guys shout outs more than anything (laughs) to acknowledge that they played for tampa chicken dinner (laughs) so in the American League Central, rich with baseball history, a lot of great options for each team uh, in the Central for their all-time face of the franchise. Uh, so let's start with the Minnesota Twins. Um, we're totally breaking yeah, <laughs> the it, order of things it, now. It's okay if you want to go alphabetical. I can go there real easily. Well, I actually just for no reason whatsoever except I favor them, the Detroit Tigers. All right, you so. want to go to the Tigers first? All right, yeah, let's do the Tigers first. More more to choose from there. Longer history oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. So you just, All right. please all time. Uh, I think it's Al Kaline. I have Al Kaline as well. Uh, I but Ty Cobb should be. He's the all time Tiger. I mean, it, it, but I don't see him as the face of the franchise. I don't think they ever wanted him to be the face or post career. They don't want him being the face of the franchise. Sure. Uh, he's more. He's more in the same sense as Babe Ruth. He's uh, just absolutely. one of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, I for a while Hank Greenberg, you know, during World War II, uh, one of the great faces of American sports, but he, he's not there that long. Uh, Charlie Garinger, you could make an argument for after Cobb being the the best player uh, career Tiger, but uh, Al Kaline, when you also consider that he's in the modern media world and he's there forever, right? Uh, and at the top of his game for such a long time. And he's also the, the citizen thing. I mean, just as we uh, look at uh, if the morality clause is going to hurt certain people, it also ought to help certain people like Murphy right. and whatnot. And Al Kaline is in that, but he's not Willie Horton, but he was, uh, you know, he's, the old statue out there in right field. That's that is correct. Um, and 
you know, it, it brings us back to uh, uh, the Orioles for a second. Relevancy with the franchise and just a public relations uh, field, if you will, um, is something that weighs weighs heavy with me as as face of the franchise all time. Because with the Orioles, you know, Jim Palmer is their color commentator, so that right. creates a good argument for him. And for Al Kaline, that's that what you just mentioned keeps him in relevancy for a longer period of time. So okay, hence, it kind of saying. disqualifies. Right. Um, but I'll give you one that I thought uh, that came to mind quickly, and maybe this is the generational thing. But Cecil Fielder, Cecil Fielder held the mantle for me for a couple of years. That when you thought Detroit Tigers, you thought of that big bat. Well, he yeah, he may have been the face of the Tigers for a couple of years. Yeah, he but just comes to mind. He's, I don't see him. I mean, when you're looking at Ty Cobb and Harry Heilman and right. you know uh, Sam Wahoo Crawford and Charlie <laughs> Garinger and all, I mean, you know, and still Kaline, you know. Yeah. Oh, and Kaline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, they run out Kaline at Tiger at whatever Comerica Park more than they do Kurt Gibson or Jack Morris or right, any of these characters. Right, right. So, um, all right. So now to modern times, who is the face of the Detroit Tigers in 2017? Yeah. The uh, I would have to be in New York. I mean, I'm sorry, to be in Detroit to really be able to say this. I would think it's Verlander, but it could be Cabrera. I go back and forth between the two of them. I think it's Verlander, and I'm going to go by jersey sales. Okay, well, and, <laughs> which is a, a reputable way of going about this. And commercial deal, and I'll tell you, they've both been on the cover of major video games. Miggy right. and... Uh, Verlander, but here's here's some other things for Verlander. He's kind of handsome, which yeah. for a Detroit Tiger, that's <laughs> yes. saying something. That's true. He's 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 the he's the horse, you know. I mean, and he was drafted there. Miggy was acquired in a sure, trade. Sure, Verlander's been there for day one, and he's got you know one of the modern day Monroe types on his arm. And Absolutely. who would have thought that that would ended up anywhere but New York? But the uh, but. I just can't help but think Cabrera is going to be there for another 10 years. <laughs> right, whereas Verlander may be traded. All right, so now, um, and this one, again, I have a much different type of answer, but the Chicago White Sox, um, who is your all-time face of the franchise for the White Sox? Nellie Fox. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I, I mean, all-time face? I mean, I think of, I mean, I know he went and played for Houston their inaugural year you know but fox was there forever you know i think of him as the face of the go-go socks you can't be aparicio aparicio went around too much uh i always will see nelly fox with that big chaw on his mouth uh the uh luke appling played there forever but the white Sox were god awful when he was right. there forever uh ted lyons i think has their second highest accumulative war I imagine that five out of ten baseball fans don't know who Ted Lyons is. Uh, right. The, Consider me one of those five. Well, he, he, Hall of Fame pitcher. But uh, yeah. Eddie Collins may have had the best career there, but he had the same career with the A's. You know, uh, the uh, Frank Thomas could, you know, in many ways is that face. That I, is my guy. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll spoil the answer from, from my side of the Well, I mean, he would be my biggest argument for all-time face. Uh, you, I mean, if you're wanting to, say, go into other directions, you're taking managers on, we could take the Hawk on for, in many ways, being right. the face. But, I mean, he was a Red Sox, you know, I who announces in Chicago. Right. Uh, Canerco was their face for a long time, but I, I think all time I'm going to go with Nellie Fox. I'm going to go with Frank Thomas because, you know, Canerco, those in the know, you know, the beyond the casual Thomas is over Canerco. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I also think that Frank Thomas was, he had more of a, just a, an identity that was, instantly recognizable like you know a big bashing team from the south side like i i you and know another great nickname oh one of the best the yeah. big hurt um played the right way the whole thing um you know and and to me he might have just uh, been one of the greatest white Sox of all time in in all the statistical categories and all the performance categories all of those things as well he is as a dh <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Big Poppy and the Red Sox. So. Well, oh yeah, I'm in the uh, but I, I'm going to hold that against. Yeah, not entirely. You know, I want Edgar to get into the Hall of Fame. You know, but um, yeah, pitchers and DHs. You're not. You think they can't carry the mantle? Well, uh, no, I, I, with some teams, I do have pitchers, uh, but uh, particularly maybe more National League teams. Sure. Uh, but uh, could I say a reliever uh, is can be the face of a franchise? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, when we get to Oakland, I'll, I'll, I'll present an argument for that. Who of the White Sox in this day and time? Who's left? Uh, <laughs> the uh, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say Chris Sale. You know, uh, the, his uh, jersey. Maybe. I know. Uh, I mean, Abreu. I, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, maybe I, I bet by mid season it's liable to be Johan. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he hadn't played a game yet, so uh, he hasn't even made the team yet. So. Uh, I guess right now, I mean, it's got to be a Brave right now. I can't think of anybody else. Right? Yeah, they're 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 the next face of the uh, Chicago White Sox is currently in their farm system. I think that's a safe bet. But it brings me to an interesting answer. Uh, at least I think so, but then I am biased. That the face of the franchise right now is Ken Williams and Jerry Reinsdorf. And if you think about the White Sox, their owners are pretty significant. They are pretty famous figures across the board with. Kaminsky, I agree, but I don't think they—they're not like Finley. They're not, uh, you know, they're not somebody who's trying to put their face out there all the time. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones is the face of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, <laughs> but I don't see Reinsdorf or Ken Williams in that that kind of yeah situation. But well, Ken Williams, interesting. Interesting pick. Oh, because the White Sox, you're right, don't have anybody else. I mean, I, that I'm thinking yeah. of Brayu is just like picking their yeah. best player, right. most recognizable, most right. likely to get on the All Star team. Yeah, they are right. oddly a face, a franchise without a face. Right. Um. So. Um. All right. Now the Kansas City Royals. Uh. This didn't take very long for me. I'm assuming it didn't take very long for you. Uh. George Brett all time. And I don't see anybody anywhere in the conversation yeah but is this the opportunity to 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 go a whole other direction and say it's actually the negro league players that played in kansas city no no they weren't the royals (laughs) they were the monarchs though yeah i know but when you think kansas city baseball though there is you know it was one of the most prominent oh absolutely absolutely i mean the kansas i mean uh the monarchs are the the most significant, you know, the Crawfords probably next, but you know, Homestead Grays a little yeah. bit. Yeah, uh, but so, but I don't think that we can't. I mean, we're talking major leagues. I'm sorry. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's fair enough. I'm I'm with you on the criteria overall, but you know, good opportunity to to you know, if a franchise that represents a city or what baseball represents within the city, you know, Negro Leagues in Kansas, City, that museum is phenomenal. Yeah, never been. You gotta go to the Negro League Museum right across from the Jazz Museum at 14th and Vine. So. Um, and then in this day and era, I mean, it's got to be Ned Yost, right? <laughs> uh, and his coordinating suits. Uh, I'll take Eric Hosmer. I will uh, take Eric Hosmer as well. Um, would Ventura be there if he wasn't uh, as hot-headed as he is? I don't think so, not yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, Hosmer, Hosmer I, he's, again, got good hair. He, he and he could be the captain of the WBC team. He might also be on another team next year. That's a good point. But you know, uh, neither of us said Alex Gordon, and he was supposedly you know Mister Royal. In not good the, enough kind hair. Of the same way that Adam Jones, I think, is the face of the Orioles. Gordon would be the same kind of position. But uh, I don't right now. Their success has. Uh, their most recent success has come in much because of Hosmer more than Gordon. Hey, he broke for home. Yeah, there you go. But in a drill that Ned Yost taught him in spring training. No. So hence, it's got to be Ned Yost. Okay. Um, all right. So then now the Minnesota Twins. Um, who do you have for them all time? It came down to two players for me. Who? Uh, Killer Brewer Puckett. I'll take Walter Johnson. <laughs> The Washington, well played. If we're well going, played. yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I I think 
you're right. If we're looking at twins, <laughs> uh, it's going to be. Uh, I, I took Killebrew over Puckett, uh, but if why not Ted Williams? You know? Yeah, well, no, that's a different. Uh, that's the different Washington senators. That's They're true. the ones that become the Rangers. Right, right. Uh, the uh, but I'll. I mean, if we're their all-time franchise, uh, it's got to be Walter Johnson. Uh, yeah, this is a good uh, point. You you know, again, bending the uh, the criteria a little bit in your favor, but okay. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, if the all-time franchise uh, for for the uh, for the Twins, I I agree with you. It's Killebrew or Puckett. And I'll take Killebrew. Uh, the the citizen, you know, right? Uh, yeah, the better the better moral code, such as it and is, and really more an accumulative war as well. Well, here's the other thing about comparing Killebrew to Walter Johnson. Walter Johnson to me is one of those just figures of baseball. Like I don't, I, I don't, in in a way, I don't think of him as the great Washington senator. Oh, I just I think do. of him as the great Walter Johnson. Well, see, I, I do think of him as a senator. Everybody talked about him for so long, and he he talked about he talked about the reserve clause early on, and wrote articles about it about how it was akin to slavery. And he uh, it was so many people pitied the fact that he played for the worst team in baseball, uh, but right. he was the best pitcher for so long. I do think of him as a, the as a senator. Yeah, uh, well, and he's the only one who's won a title there, so. In Washington, right? Was there? An- well, no. They, yeah, I mean, they won when he was pitcher. He was. It was late in his career, but he, I still think he won twenty games. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, <laughs> was considered the fastest fastball until technology was able to uh, measure it. So, um, that's a good point. I'll give you another one for all time, though. Just thinking, Twins and Minnesota, the Homer Dome. That was what no. kind of set them apart. I mean, it was playing with trash bags as your outfield wall and the color of the ceiling. I mean, they win They win in 87 and in 91 largely because of that home field advantage. It was no, known for years. I'm not going to take that as a face of the team. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, how about a little love for Tory Hunter? That's going to be like why we would need to take Wrigley Field as a face of the Cubs. <laughs> Until just recently, that was a good argument. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I guess for modern day. But uh, who do you uh, – Props to Tory Hunter, though, as a, as an all-time twin. Um, I would give him a vote somewhere down the road. Who do you have for today? Uh, still Joe Maurer. Still Joe Maurer. I mean, yep. uh, Dozier is their you know, biggest chip right now, uh, but Joe Maurer is their face. They're married to Joe Maurer, and it would be an ugly divorce. Right. A lot of, a lot of money would be lost. So I mean, we're not even considering the uh, rookie of the year in Detroit, uh, Fulmer. Yeah, uh, over Verlander or uh, Cabrera. That's true. Well, again, you know, in that instance, it's all the it's the curb appeal and whatnot, the commercial appeal. And Joe Maurer has great hair because he uses head and shoulders. There you go. Uh, (laughs) By the way, uh, with the all time twins, you have to put Rod Carew in that argument. That's true. I mean, he had uh, an extension of his career in Los Angeles, but. Uh, and that's the only reason if he had played his whole career with the Twins, I'd take him. Right. But isn't Killebrew like the MLB logo? Like there's been debate that that's actually who they fashioned the design yeah. of the of the shapeless, faceless figure in the logo. I, I've heard that as well. That's pretty uh, significant. Oh, it should, That's yeah. the Jerry West right, right. thing. Um, all right. So and finally, last but. Actually, first, uh, the Cleveland Indians. All time, it, it was it was Bob Feller for me, and I tried really hard to think of a one of the the you know the stars from the '90s because those teams were just so loaded. So Vizquel came to mind, but Bob LMR Feller and uh, yeah. I mean and Kenny Lofton. I mean they had uh, Tommy and uh, Albert Bell. Uh, the, uh, I, I would say Bob Feller as well, although I think their all-time best player, without question, is Nap Lajoie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, he first triple crown winner. And, I mean, you know, he's uh, the uh, – and he's uh, first year uh, – or second year, actually, ballot for the Hall of Fame. Uh, he goes in in 39 with that big group. Uh the uh and speaker tris speaker also but speaker played 
a good bit with the Red Sox, but it would have to. I I agree, it's Feller all time. Yeah, I mean, if you opened up the Encyclopedia Britannica, if those even exist anymore, and saw you know looked up the Cleveland Indians, I think the picture, the player picture would be Bob Feller. Right. So, um, and then that brings us to today. A lot of great choices from today's Cleveland Indians. I'm guessing you went with Lindor. I did. Uh, now you're you're talking about managers. I think you could make an argument for Tito, uh, yeah. being the face of them now. Uh, but Lindor is uh, I see that they're at face right now. He he is the champion of the the youth movement of that team and and one of them of the entire American League. Uh, you know, right there with uh, um, uh, Correa, which we we'll get to in a little bit. Um, all this young talent, Lindor is in the top three. Isn't Lindor on the um, Netherlands team as well? I believe so. I, think, yeah. I believe so. I'll have to look that up to make sure. But um, All right. And then finally, so moving on to the American League West, uh, we begin in the, uh, in the great Northwest, uh, Seattle Mariners. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, it's A-Rod. <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on that. <laughs> the uh, I, you really can make an argument for. I mean, I, I'm going with the kid. Uh, As am but, I, of course. Let's be real but, here. Ken Griffey but he Jr. played a lot of his career in Cincinnati, and Ichiro yeah. played most of his career in Seattle. Uh, I I did have Ichiro. Also Edgar. Also I have Edgar as well. If Randy Johnson had I'd played his whole career there, but you know, if Babe Ruth had played his whole career in Boston, he might be the face of the Red Sox. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think Yankees fans would say that Babe Ruth should still be the. Who is Nolan Ryan the face of? I uh, that it's you, there are a couple of uh, teams in this uh, division that <laughs> okay, he could all be. Right. But, and, but you yeah. see, I mean. Uh, and that's why I don't have Randy Johnson as no it, it, Randy. He would have had to have stayed there. Um, a, a-, a- Rod's a Rod. Um, Ichiro is the more compelling uh, uh, challenger to King Griffey Jr. Because think of the international appeal, right? Right, right. So you know Seattle is uh, and has. Uh, I mean. The argument. I don't know what the Asian population is in Seattle, but I, I understand it's fairly high. So in many, he might be. I mean, it would depend on uh, a lot of different factors that I couldn't monitor unless I was in Seattle. But I, I got to think it's Ken Griffey Jr. Well, yeah, and, and, and Ken Griffey Jr., the fact that he has a whole brand of Nike that was devoted to him, like his swing became a logo. Right, right. You know, and there again, the the Jordan effect. I mean, it, it, there is no there is no baseball in Seattle without Ken Griffey Jr. Absolutely. I mean, it, we're, we're pretty much all in agreement on this. Fourteen uh, percent of the population of Seattle is Asian, which, which pretty, is very large. Yeah, it's the second largest group behind uh, the Caucasians. So there you go. Um, now for today, uh, I think it begins and ends with King Felix. I do too. Uh, you could make an argument for Cano. He has been. No, you can't. <laughs> he's not, he's a he's the face of a terrible contract or a terrible bloated contract, though still a great player. He is yes. Uh, he has been their best player the last two years uh, because Felix had a down year last year. But I I, I agree with you. I I don't think they're. I said that you could make an argument for Cano, but. <laughs> Uh, but King Felix is the face. It's a weak argument, I would think. Now, he is represented by Jay-Z, right? Yes. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Kids like Jay-Z. Right, right. <laughs> Cano, not King Felix. Right, I'm sorry. Yes, Robinson Cano is, is represented by Jay-Z. So I think he was like the first one to be represented by so the too. Raqqa sports brand. And that, you know, there's a good for your Q rating. Um, let's see if I and King this. Felix is a pitcher. It's more difficult for a pitcher, you know. Uh, King Felix go on to be one of the all-time great. You know, he rebounds and has like a Clemens rebound here uh, for the next five years. Uh, he's one of the great pitchers of all time. Uh, are you going to put him there with Griffey or with Ichiro? No, um, but I will say this: as far as the present time, when he pitches, it's a whole like day. Their oh, attendance uh, spike and everything. And and when a pitcher can do that, I mean, right. think of who is tragically no longer with us in Miami, that's 
that's being the face of the franchise. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So moving on, uh, we'll go to the opposite end of the coastline there and the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim in Los Angeles. Um, who do you have all time? Mike Trout. <laughs> uh, I mean, Chuck <laughs> Finley is their greatest accumulative <laughs> war, you know, but he played his whole career there or just about Trout's, you know, Trout's next. Uh, Fragosi for a while was their face. Uh, Dave Winfield. Yeah, you can make Dave Winfield. I didn't know he even played. He played there for a while. Right. Maybe it was later in the career. But. Tim Salmon. Yep. Uh, you know Jim uh, Edmonds. No, uh, I know Nolan Ryan. You know he pitched there a little bit. Aren't we uh, forgetting that it's actually a monkey? Isn't the rally monkey the all-time face of the franchise? That's a one-year deal. That's not an all-time face. What about Disney? Disney owned him for a while. Shouldn't it be Mickey Mouse? So did Gene Autry. You know, uh, <laughs> the uh, no, it's uh, it's Mike Trout. Well, Jim Abbott, by the way, I wanted to throw that out. Uh, he I pitched... think of him more as a Yankee, though. Well, that isn't that you where know. he got his no hitter? I think was with the Yankees. Yeah, I mean you know, Wally Joyner. I mean, if you want, there've been players for them, but Vlad Guerrero. How yeah, about that? Way late, you know. Uh, no, it's Mike Trout. What would you think about if I sold you a Nolan Ryan for the face I, of the Angels all time? It, not taking it. I'll give you my personal one for Anaheim, and I'm going to put him here because. Oh, now that's interesting. We could make uh, just as uh, for a franchise thing, you could say one for the Los Angeles Angels, the Anaheim Angels, the California <laughs> Angels, the uh, Los Angeles of uh, or Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I mean, right? You know, we could take you know, a you could one for each of those. You could, and this you certainly could. But just we on might a- have Albie Pearson getting into the argument in a moment. <laughs> Gonna have to explain to me a little bit. Shortest more. player in base, uh, I mean, in baseball for a long time. He was barely five one. He's not Eddie Goodell, but he was just really diminutive. Yeah. Well, uh, just this is a total personal choice. This is like I would give him a Hall of Fame vote had I a vote to give. But David Eckstein, he, he was, you know, when I think of Angels, he's maybe the second or third that comes to mind. But you know, were it not for Mike Trout, he would be my face of. Uh, of the uh, <laughs> the angels, look, that okay, guy right, represents right. underdog winner, and he was a significant part of the 2002 team that won a title. Like you know, you got to put some emphasis on who helped them win a title. That's the whole Joe Carter thing in Toronto. He's there, front and center for two for both of those World Series. I didn't have Joe Carter either. Well, I did. So there you have it. Um, and then as far as today for Anaheim, it's uh, Andrelton, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, um, Mike Trout there yeah. again. Um, moving uh, right along, um, the Houston Astros. I have, well, what do you have for all time? BGO Bagwell. I do too. They got to go together. You cannot separate the two. And for the modern times, I have Altuve and Correa. I have Altuve more than Correa. I think, uh, they but, co- but yeah, I I can see them uh, coming together as well. Uh, well, it maintains brand consistency. Altuve's just been on the face a little bit longer. Yeah. And has, you know, you're winning batting championships, you know. And, I mean, uh, and he was first up. Right. He right. was the first of the rebuild movement, you know. Right. I mean, uh, but Correa is certainly there. Uh, what about Nolan Ryan? <laughs> this is second of three from this division that. What could... about Don Sutton? I mean, yeah. Uh, they're. No, um, I noticed that neither of us said Nolan Ryan is more with an angel with the Angels than he is with Houston. He's not in Houston that long. He liked Houston, you know. Yeah, and yet I actually have him legitimately penciled in for the Rangers, um, which we'll go to next. So the Texas Rangers, who is your all time? Uh, Buddy Bell. Okay, I uh, didn't think of that, but okay. There are. A lot of arguments. Uh, Pudge, uh, Palmero, Beltre. Uh, I again, if we're gonna do franchise things, we're gonna go back to their Washington Senators days. Frank Howard is, and this is in, where Ted Williams come in, right? Uh, is in in the argument. Uh, but right now, at the moment, I'm gonna take Buddy Bell. He was there forever. Uh, good citizen continues to live there. You know, I. Uh, 
I, I'm not going to take Palmero uh, or Pudge out of the steroid thing, and I don't know that Beltre's been there long enough. Well, I'm glad you said the word steroids because that would be my philosophic face of the franchise for the Rangers. Juan gone. Juan gone, Palmero. There was uh, Canseco. Yeah, right. Very nicely done there. Uh, and even suspicions around Pudge. And, you know, Hamilton is uh, an interesting kind of basket case in a different way. So, you know, maybe a pill is the George W. Bush <laughs> owned them for years. So maybe it's a, a shot of whiskey in a prescription pill bottle. That's eh, not going to go over well. No. <laughs> with uh, people in Texas. The, uh, I, I mean, and Nolan Ryan has to be you know, in that argument with right. the Rangers. I mean, since he uh, was a GM for them for so long. Well, right. And he moved a lot of car, baseball cards and action figures wearing the Rangers uniform, a lot Absolutely. of starting lineups with him on the, with the Rangers on his, uh, his figurine. Um, you know, the, the, they are one of the quintessential steroid teams though. Uh, I would think, you know, in the A's, they in the A's we'll get to next, but you know, uh, when you think of the steroid epidemic, they may come to mind first, even ahead of right. the A's and Balco and all that stuff. Right. So uh, for today, for the Rangers of uh, 2017. Beltre. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Odor is becoming their best player, you know. Uh, He's, but... You took the pulse of the Rangers fans on social media. It's Odor. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, I still think Beltre is... Uh, I, I think his objection to people rubbing his head is probably the most re, universal image of the Rangers right now. Right. Now, neither of us uh, mentioned Michael Young for all no, time. And, and I thought about that, but um, I I just don't see him as, uh, I you know, maybe if we live there, we might think differently. I mean, right. uh, you're certainly going to think differently about chipper jones being the all-time face of atlanta right. if you are living here sure and you know the rangers th there was a time period where it was like the great like what if of their who could have been their you know face of their franchise at that moment and then also all time and we didn't say a rod either once again speaking of steroids i'm right i'm uh, almost embarrassed but, i left them out we also didn't say uh, Jim Bibby or <laughs> Ferguson Jenkins, you know. Uh, Mark Teixeira. The, uh, not there long enough. Uh, uh, Hank Blaylock. The, uh, <laughs> that was the thousand run infield that everyone was thinking could score more runs right. than the Yankees. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I think Beltre is, uh, um, he'll be the next Ranger Hall of Famer. Although if, if Beltre gets in the Hall of Fame, what? What hat is he wearing? Oh, I think he wears a Ranger. Which is a good point for him being the face of the right. franchise right now. All right. And finally, final team of the American League and dead last in the American League as well. The Oakland Athletics. They are the steroid team as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> Perhaps we, all first, time, but... we first think of Conseco uh, as an A. Right. And you know, the, McGuire the... and, you know. Right, the Bash Brothers, the whole thing. Right. But if you're really going to go all-time, uh, who do you got? All-time? When I think of the A's, the first person I think of, Rube Waddell. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, a good one. Uh, uh, but do I believe he is the all-time face of the, a or the A's? No. Uh, if I'm going to take uh, the—and they have one of the things—I mean— we got to take Billy Bean as being, you know, in some ways. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the the face of the A's because he trades anybody before they can become more significant than him. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and the A's have had, you know, we talked about this. Connie Mack may very well uh, be the all time face of the A's because he traded uh, Lefty Grove and Jimmy Fox and you know all of these people. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, I think. Uh, if you were to take a, a cumulative war thing for the A's, I, I believe Eddie Plank is, uh, you know, their all-time leader. I think of Jimmy Fox being more from that era. Uh, I but I'm gonna 
for all time, I think Ricky is. I was that. that thank you. But it, and I agree. Ricky Henderson is the all time Oakland A. And he played for everybody, but the, <laughs> I really just did. but more I, than Nolan Ryan. Even. And I don't know that he realized he was playing for the A's half the time. <laughs> you know, uh, the uh, Ricky played for Ricky. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> He no, is the greatest of all time, after all. Uh, and he said that wearing the A's jersey, so by default, he's the greatest day of all time. I, w- I would have made a, an argument for Eckersley. Um, certainly, Eckersley, in his now broadcasting career, um, is quite significant, you know, just in general baseball. What would Again, you say? Eckersley was an Indian a lot longer than he was an A. He was a Red, Red Sox. Sox. He was, you know, uh, well, he, he and threw probably uh, a 15th of his total innings as a pitcher for the A's. That's true. But he he's significant in that. He had a great run. He is. For the A's. Uh, great Raleigh facial fingers. hair. Oh, oh, there you go. Great mustache. Great that's mullet. That's Raleigh fingers. But that's Eckersley as well. Okay, yeah. And Eckersley is like the poster child until John Smoltz of starter converted into closer for me at right, least. Right. And here's the other thing, uh, but but that's just because you're forgetting Hoyt Wilhelm, <laughs> who's in the Hall of Fame for doing that, who never gets any credit. Yeah, that's true. And and, and you know Phil Necro, and uh, wasn't what wasn't. Uh, and Raleigh Fingers at one point. I, I forget it. I'm, I'm mixing that up. I don't think Raleigh Fingers. No, no I, I, I got that wrong. Um, but I'll say something uh, about Eck. He's who I think of when I think A's, but for a horrible, you know, for, for losing. Kirk Gibson's home run. Exactly. You know, he may be more significant. Uh, I think of just coming out and blowing everybody away in those World Series, the previous World Series games. Yeah, and then in the the next two, the next two years, certainly in 89. Um, And then neither of us uh, said Reggie Jackson, because I guess you can't think of him as anything but a Yankee if you're thinking all time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I thought about Reggie uh, and have him on my list. Uh, But the uh, and I think of him first and foremost as a uh, as an A when the. My biggest Reggie memory is not the three home runs in the World Series. It's that uh, home run in the All-Star game in Detroit that went like five million miles. Right. That's a good point. Um, the uh, there, I'll give you a couple of, uh, out of left field, if you will. But I think these are legitimate arguments for all-time face of the athletics. The logo itself, the elephant, um, the uniform itself, the color scheme – but shouldn't it really be a Mayflower moving truck? <laughs> this franchise has been all over the place. Significant in Philadelphia, significant in Kansas City. It's in Oakland right now, but it could very well <laughs> be true. in Portland, Oregon tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the um, their tenure in Kansas City wasn't that long. The color scheme comes, you know, from Chuck Finley, who I would have made, you know, was the face of the A's for quite some time. Just like. I mean, look at their, you know, their head of operations, whether it's Billy Bean or Chuck Finley or Connie Mack. They have always had a significant head on (laughs) Connie Mack forever. Yeah, that's a good point. And so uh, going with today, should it just be a carousel? (laughs) No, I think it's Sonny Gray because he represents a piece that's about to be traded, uh, which, again, is your philosophy. You know, Uh, I mean, what? Marcus Simeon, you know, uh, you know who uh, uh, Vox or yeah. Voigt? I don't know Voget. <laughs> you can't even pronounce. I can't pronounce his last name, so I guess that disqualifies him. But that's right. But uh, he Stephen Stephen Vock Wagner, um, <laughs> he makes great commercials. Uh, Kate Fratar, a dear friend of the uh, of the podcast, who lives in Oakland, best Oakland A's fan that I know. Um, she sent me some of the local Oakland commercials featuring Stephen Voggett, and it's hilarious. I mean, he is a Dexter Holland type. He is a goofball David Ross esque type. So I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him the belt because, and also because I think Sonny Gray will not be in Oakland for much longer. Well, I I only given him the face for it as like the guy who's about to be traded. Uh, I mean, kind of like what we're saying with Archer. Right, right. Good point. All right. Well, there you have it. 
the American League, the faces of the franchises of the American League. Who's so. the face of the American League? Mike all Trout. All time. Oh, all time. The face of the American League. Probably Babe Ruth, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't say, him, uh, again, not the face of the Yankees, but the face of the American League. I'll do that. that I, I do uh, face of baseball. We'd have an argument with him and Jackie, you know, and some other people. Yeah. Uh, that's where you would have Satchel Page come in, you know. Well, that's true. But, you know, in all-time sports even, my, my – my it's got sp- to be the Bay, though. <laughs> Certainly. I mean, you know, my sports, R- Mount Rushmore would have the Babe. It would have uh, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan. And it was Tiger Woods for a while. But no. it's such a public fall from grace. I can't I can't put the Tiger there anymore. Uh, would be Arnold Palmer. It would have to be a golfer, right? Who did you have for football? No one. Because okay. American football is just America. Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth. I mean, they're oh, then, then we got to start putting soccer, Pele, and you know. But that's uh, a good. That's a good point. Yeah, but I put Babe Ruth on top of them all in kind of a, uh, <laughs> you know, big hands, uh, big arms uh, pose. Yeah. yeah, biggest, biggest dinner. Right. All right. Well, we'll be coming back next week with the National League of this. Uh, anything else before we go uh, coming into home? Um, I will say, we with the Astros, we ignored most of their by making it Altuve today and going Biggio and Bagwell. We ignore you know, a lot of time there with the Astros. I mean, they did have some Jose Cruzes and Caesar Sedanos and Dickie Thons and people in the past, but uh, they still don't get the love. And I, I don't know why. Maybe you know we seem to ignore the Astrodome. I was just thinking that the Astrodome, the eighth wonder of the world. I mean. There's got to be at least one franchise that the stadium itself, or, or a stadium from its ilk, and then my argument for the Twins, you know, that when you think that team, what is the first image that comes to mind, be it a player or otherwise? The Astrodome's a great point, you know? Well, see, now I just think of, like, little fly balls to left field be going out for home runs and a train <laughs> running around for no reason. Uh, the, uh, in, in a stupid center field that has, you know, uh, an incline. And I, you know, um, I think of that more than I do the dome. I, uh, my images of the dome with giant rats running around, you know, 15 pound rats and things. I, no, I, I don't even want to think of that. <laughs> I think that um, the Minute Maid Park is the perfect. It sums up Texas's uh, adhorrence to zoning laws. Yeah, it's like you. I'm going to put this over here. I'm going to put this porch over here, and you can't tell me not to. This flag will be in fair territory. So coming into home, um, the Hall of Fame announcement is tomorrow. Uh, early returns, or that there could be as many as seven elected. Uh, your thoughts on that? I my thoughts there won't be. Yeah, yeah, it's never seemed to happen that way. But. but there are a lot of people that are getting closer. Glad to see Edgar getting closer. It looks like Reigns is a lock and Bagwell's a lock. And uh, who is the other lock? That, uh, I think Hoffman. Oh, I see. I don't think so. I think Hoffman and um, uh, the, Vladdy are both right there at the cusp. Um, there was somebody else, but I, I don't remember right now. Right. Well, when we do the uh, the National League uh, faces of the franchises next week, we will have the uh, the, the Hall of Fame results in hand. Uh, but uh, we did our predictions on the last podcast, so be sure to check oh, we, that we out. We did our ballots. I don't think we mm-hmm. did our predictions. We kind of well, did, okay. but let's yeah. let's all right. all right. So let's so so let's make that official. What is your prediction for who is going to be elected? Bagwell tomorrow? and Reigns. Uh, but I mean, we can't. We have like these uh, votes that are ahead of the game, you know. I mean, people that have revealed their votes, and it's not really fair to make predictions right now. Uh, I, um, you know, Pudge was another one on the cusp. Uh, I think he looks like he may be getting in. Yeah. Uh, I think he was the third one. Uh, but uh, as of today, I, I think it's interesting that next year, when everybody's vote is revealed, will people hold their votes for a while? Saying, saying well all right then pudge is going to get in but so i'm going to cast this vote for billy wagner to keep him on the ballot uh you know to make certain that he gets over the five percent we see with the new voter collection right now a big shift edgar has gone way up you know four years ago he's getting 25 percent. now it's looking like next two years he'll get in uh there is 
uh, by weeding some of the old voters out who don't cover baseball anymore. Uh, it certainly made a change in the view of steroid, uh, possible steroid users. Certainly. Uh, Clemens and Bonds uh, getting higher. Uh, it'll be interesting. If we're going by what what's going to get some ratings, I think they should all vote for Bonds. Make him get there and make him give a speech. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like the inauguration. <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck happen. I One thing we need to remember, it's not the... It's the Hall of Fame. Uh, and fame is not always good. That's true. Uh, the uh, I mean, and so uh, I think we all hope that uh, there's some mention on their plaques about Clemens or Bonds or whatnot, or whoever's getting in about the era that they went through, and uh, or that they were mentioned in the Mitchell Report or whatever. Uh, but uh, the bottom line is they're two of the greatest players ever to play. Now, keeping them out is not as Pete Rose is all over the Hall of Fame. You go to the Hall of Fame, and there's Pete Rose all over the place. Sure. And, there's, and Barry Bonds is going to be all over the place. It's just a matter of uh, inducting him, giving him a plaque or something. So I still, as my position, I wouldn't vote for him, but they deserve to be in. Yeah. <laughs> it was such I, an odd <laughs> catch-22 to exist. I mean, I don't think they should be in <laughs> by that metric. Because, I, again, my argument is that when you go to the Hall of Fame, you want to see – I mean, what do you think is the single-season home run record? Uh, I think of Roger Maris. Exactly. So if you go to the Hall of Fame and there's Barry Bonds' plaque, it's going to have that inscription. So young people going to the Hall for the first time who may not know about Roger Maris, they're going to be asking that question. And it's a debate that seems unfortunate to the overall good of the game. Like, but can't ignore the fact that he did this. I mean, well, we can't right, ignore but the I, fact that... I don't that, have to celebrate it. Oh, no, I, I, I don't agree. have to reward him for it. I agree. I agree. So, um, but we'll see. I, I think I'm, I'm with you on uh, Reigns and Bagwell definitely getting in. And then... Uh, I, I think Pudge is going to get in. I, I, I think Pudge will get in. And I'll think Hoffman... I, I think they'll have four. And that may be because it's watered down and... I don't know. I think that they should get rid of the limits of the how many ten players you can vote for. Right, because then it would remove all this. You know, you're you're right, and putting the pun- Wagner, uh, voting for Wagner to keep him on the ballot. Right, but there and there were so many people that when you look at how quick people like Kenny Lofton and Tomei and these people got off the ballot because they didn't get the five percent. Uh, and they may have built, you know, uh, into a you know, certainly. I mean, Tim Raines. We're looking at it's taking him a long journey. It's taken him ten years to get. It looks like he's going to get in now. But uh, so, yeah. And right. again, Trammell. Well, if you want to hear all of these arguments and more, uh, check out our our previous podcast where we give our Hall of Fame uh, ballots and predictions. So. Um, but all right, well, uh, well, this is good stuff. So, uh, thank you to always as uh, everyone listening on the SoundCloud app or on iTunes, you can find all things running the bases at our website, runningthebases.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at running the base, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, leave your comments, leave your questions and concerns, and, uh, we'll see you next time. So for Coach Bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This is the Running Bases podcast coming into home, and we're safe. Coach, you have yourself a good night, and go Falcons. Yes, go Falcons. Rise up. Rise up.